This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about our friends at NEMA. You're still looking for that last minute gift for the holidays? If so, stop by NEMA, 107-14 South Riverfront Parkway, just south of Mulligan's. Get $50 free when you purchase a $150 gift card. NEMA, perfect for the holidays. The Road Home Radiothon is also uh, continuing on. Big thanks to our listeners that have already uh, helped. We really appreciate it. Uh, for those of you out there considering it, please, uh, we, we ask that you do. 801-819-7300. Uh, help families most in need this holiday season. 801-819-7300. It's cold out there, Gordon, and uh, there are a lot of folks uh, that, uh, that need support and need help on the road home, so to speak. And uh, the, cor- the coronavirus has only uh, furthered that. Yeah, that's uh, they do such good work at the road home, and that's why we've been such big advocates for them. If our listeners could see the people who are being helped, they would, uh, they would uh, dig down in their pockets a little deeper. Uh, it is really, really a good cause. And uh, you and I are proud to be a part of uh, trying to help out the best we can. Yes, we are. And they run to, uh, a couple of shelters now. Um, uh, so the their responsibility has never been greater. But also, Gordon, and we were down there last year, the family shelter. And they, these these families, I mean, they're they're just like you, yours and mine, Gordon. I mean, we're talking uh, young kids and, and families that, you know, may things haven't broken the right way. And they're just trying to get back to some sense of normalcy and, and just need a little boost. And that's what the road home's all about. So. I, also, I was at the yeah. Men's Resource Center this uh-huh. morning. And uh, if someone out there feels like they don't have the scratch to donate, they're taking all kinds of blankets or a big one, socks. Now, unused socks, you know, new right. things. And But if you've got uh, some old towels, blankets, things laying around that you don't want to take to the DI, take it to the Men's Resource Center. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned it's that, Just Austin. off 3300 South, just west. 801-819-7300 is the number to call to donate. And as Austin uh, mentioned, uh, goods and, and those sorts of things are needed. Uh, for the family shelter, diapers are, are a really big, big thing. Big one, yeah. Yeah, so uh, great point, Austin. If you, if you can't quite... Uh, you know, donate financially. There are other ways in which you can help uh, uh, the the folks that need it the most. So, uh, again, that number eight zero one eight one nine seventy three hundred. We're going to talk to Frank Dolce more momentarily. He needs just a moment. You know, Frank is a mover and shaker. He's probably closing a million <laughs> million dollar deal right now or He's something. He's inking his contract on the real house husbands of Salt Lake. Wow. Yeah. Frank would be a good one to follow. A lot yeah, of drama. A lot of drama. <laughs> And very vain. It's very vain. A <laughs> lot of drama. Yeah, he would be. He'd be perfect. He'd be the one stirring the pot. Uh, that would be uh, uh, certain. He would be the Jin Shaw. Have you decided to watch the show at all? Gordon, I'm, I'm still a couple of weeks no. behind, but I watched an episode the no. other day. No, I haven't. I've, I've, I'm, I'm kind of refusing to do it. Why? Uh, because... Because it's a waste of time? That's directly relevant to your job. <laughs> How so? Uh, a Utah football coach's wife is on the show. <laughs> and? What do you mean, and? That's sports news. <laughs> I can't. I what? cannot bring myself to watch that. 
Everyone I talk to who says they watch it, they, they feel guilty watching it. Like they feel like dirty. Oh, not dirty. It's just reality television. And I believe you're being negligent in your job. What's your, your definition of news that you tell us all the time? That which is extraordinary. Well, has this has uh, this ever happened to a Utah football coach before? <laughs> Probably not. Well, that's, that's, ever again, it's, it's, that's extraordinary. Well, hold on. It'd be one thing if it was the coach himself who was on the show on a regular basis. He is. In a starring role. Not in a starring role. All is right. Is kind of like window dressing? I mean... Hey, if you're oh, thanks, uh, Sharif. if you're out there, call and donate to the road home eight zero one eight one nine seven three zero zero. If you've got that reality TV money, eight zero one eight one nine seven three zero zero. Help out uh, uh, for families in need. Uh, thought I would end our reality talk with something productive like uh, the the. The number to donate to the road home. All right, let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now, of course, he's our Ute insider, former Ute quarterback, longtime Utah analyst. He is Frank Dolce. What's going on, Frank? Happy holidays. Hey, happy happy holidays, guys. Yeah, the road home is a fantastic organization. Yeah, they're amazing. Uh, by the way, so they're amazing. Yeah. And this time of year, hey, Frank, it, 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 it's it feels good to give. No, yeah, question especially about when you, it. When, well, Frank, when you go down there and you see the people who are being helped. It's so important. Uh, I got to ask you though: Are you ready for Christmas? Are you all uh, prepared and ready to go? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. I, I'm. I'm uh, in good shape this year. There have been, you know, years past that I've just blown it in lots of ways. But this year, I, I, I kind of got on top of it early. Had a pretty good game plan. And you know what? The truth is about the whole thing is. It's like a lot of things in life is communication. Communication <laughs> seems to be the key to my well-being during the holiday season. So if I'm communicating well, especially with my significant other, then it seems to go so much better. And I think that's where we are right now. Okay. For, that's, so a nice, me... that's, a nice, that's a really nice tip, Jake. He just... If all our listeners out there, communication. And, and, and do you know what the key word is in good communication? What would you guess? Me. <laughs> Frank Frank knows, but I'll, I'll, I'll say, because he's thinking it, I'll say it. Trust. Trust, trust. is the most important word in communication. Yeah. All that, right. That's excellent. Frank, yeah. can I ask you to weigh in on a on a, a discussion that Gordon and I had about gift giving for your spouse real quick here? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, so for some reason, Gordon advocated to, for our listeners to buy their spouse a car for Christmas. <laughs> if, if you were to surprise your wife mm -hmm. by buying her a car for Christmas, I mean, surprise her with it. Like, hey, uh, it, it's on the driveway. You didn't know I was getting it, but I got it for you. Would would your wife react with a thank you, or would she be really upset with you for making such a purchase without consulting her? She would uh, react with excitement, I believe, about uh, about the, the particular vehicle I'm I would consider, um, and then and then she would. Then she would react with, um, like, 
you know, some buyer's remorse sort of thing. Like, I, this is, there's no way, can, can we really do this? You know, that, that sort of thing. Cause I, I so, would be divorced by the time, uh, <laughs> by the time the new year ran, uh, but, but here's the difference. Here's the difference. If you bought your, if you bought your spouse a vehicle. If I surprised her it. by spending money on a vehicle. Uh huh. But see, but see, she Frank would be knows. furious. Frank knows yeah. exactly what his wife would prefer, you know, because of the communication he's talking about. He knows the kind of car that would just spin her beanie. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, so, You're exactly yeah. right. Mm-hmm. You're See, exactly right. That has nothing to so, do with what I'm talking about, though. <laughs> I'm talking about a major life decision and investment without even mentioning it to the other person. I know Gordon views it as his money, but in my house, it's 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 ours. If anything, it's hers. I I'm guessing she would approve of me spending our money in that way. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Good on you. Yeah. I just uh, all right. You and Gordon do have a lot in common. Oh, well, I mean, has that ever been a has has that ever been questioned? <laughs> That's a good point. See, no, see Frank, not. Frank, here you and I, you know, we we know we 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 are familiar enough. We pay enough close attention to our wives to know what they want and and what would please them. And and Jake tries to make us feel bad or like we're weird or something because we already know. See, it's I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like it. It kind of feels like that, Jake. And yeah. like you're you're trying to impose, you know, something something on us that that you have to manage in your own life, and and you think the rest of us have to manage as well. But it you know it doesn't it doesn't necessarily work that way. Okay, I I hear you. That's fine. I'm not criticizing. I'm just telling you how it would be in my household. <laughs> Trouble. <laughs> so you're you're off the hook. See, you don't have to you don't have to worry about doing something spectacular for your wife because again, it's you know. not the spectacular nature that that's that issue here. Not at all. Is it the all right. what is the issue? Is it the amount? Is it yeah. the uh, yeah, uh, it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the it's the amount. And But it's and, for her, and it's me, not for and, you. And me deciding what she would want would would not be popular with my wife either. So, yeah, there are several <laughs> several things that would not go over well with her in this but in this, this scenario. This is, this is the wait, there's a lesson here. There's a lesson here, Frank. Jake, uh-huh. you need to be in tune with what your wife would really love. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you order for your wife at a restaurant? Because let's put it on a, on a more minor scale here, because that's how she'd view it. And I'll tell you this. If I tried to order for my wife at a restaurant, again, I'd be divorced before I got out the door. And you'd have a black eye. Yeah, uh, it, it would be really bad. I, and and like a face full of scalding hot soup. Uh, haven't you seen those movies where the guy orders for his loved one? Yeah, and, and know, when my, my wife saw that scene, she said, you, you do that to me, and this is over. <laughs> you, you know, you want to know something about that, Jake? Though, I mean, I don't. It's not like I go in there and and in an obtuse way order for my wife. But I guarantee you this: ninety nine point nine percent of the time, if we went to a restaurant and my wife said, "You know, why don't you get something for me?" I could pick exactly what she would want. 
Not the point. Not the point. Yeah. That is kind of the point. No, it's not. It's not the, the, yeah, the point. Yeah, you'd that, go to I the waiter. That is kind of the point. You'd go to the waiter and say, and the lady will have the grilled cheese. That is the insulting <laughs> part. And a Diet Coke with no ice. <laughs> that it, yeah, it's that's... not that you know. It's that you, the, the condescending nature of that is the point. <laughs> I, sounds okay. to me, yeah. It's Frank. Sounds to me like Jake's got some marital issues. He needs. Sounds to, to me like you guys haven't moved on from the '60s. <laughs> oh, you mean when when a gentleman opened the door for his spouse and he was considerate and kind and thoughtful? You mean moving on in that and way? And the lady will have the salad with the light dressing. <laughs> Okay. I would, let me I ask, would Frank. let me ask you a question. If <laughs> if my if my spouse ordered the salad with the light dressing on her own and Fine. then the next the next evening I ordered her the salad with the light dressing and we didn't have a problem, does that seem strange? Yeah. Because essentially you're saying, hold on, <laughs> hold on, dear, I got it. Button it up over there. I got it. <laughs> see, see, Frank, Frank, I would have no problem with my wife doing that for me because she knows me so well. I trust her knowledge about me to make the right choice, Not to the make point. a good choice. Not the point, and you both know it. Yes, that, that is the point. And, but here's the other thing, Gordon. I, I will say this, and this is my, my wife would admit this. In, to, to anybody and everybody is that in that scenario, if we were if we were to say if she was going if she was going to go visit a local restaurant and pick up something to eat and bring it back for the, man, I could I could never say to her, you know, just just get me something, because that is it's it's not a, a thing that is important to her. Like she's not necessarily a food person, uh, and so. Ordering for me is just not something that fits high on her priority scale, which I don't, which doesn't bother me. I just have to give her kind of the exact, like, this is what I want. But on the other side, she could say, well, just get me, you know, just get me what I would want. And then I could, I could manage that. Because you, because you know her so well. See, this is, this is an important point that we're. That we're that's the, uh, underscoring that, here, yeah. Yeah, that's the point we're trying to, to make. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I could predict what my wife would want for dinner, too, but that is not uh, not what I'm getting at here. <laughs> not what I'm getting at. Not one that's bit. A, that sounds like, that sounds like a man to me, Frank, who lives his life in fear. Huh? I mean, this, is, this sounds like like retreat sort of material. Like, we need to go out into the desert and, and really figure this out. Let's talk about talk this out. Out in the desert? Is this going to be like yeah. the like the doors, the peyote incident? Is that um, <laughs> couples therapy? <laughs> let's, uh, let's get to out in the desert. Uh, let's get to some football, Frank. Uh, as as yes. enlightening as this let's, is, um, what does it do say about Cam Rising that Utah has recruited over the top of him twice now? Oh, I, I don't know that it says much about. Cam Rising because Cam Cam Rising is just one guy, and one guy doesn't make it through a, an entire football season, and uh, and so and and by the way, it it's you know football is still a meritocracy. You still have to you're you're, you're always going to be put in a position, or you should be at least 
where you have to prove your your worth and your ability. So I don't think it says much. I, you know, we had this conversation a, a week ago maybe, and we talked about the quarterback depth and, and Utah not having great quarterback depth and in, in the history of Coach Whittingham maybe not being really solidified at that position group. And um, it, I, I got this funny, you know, I got this funny message from somebody about, well, you know, Utah has seven or eight quarterbacks on the roster. That does, the, the thing is about do you know about those seven or eight other quarterbacks or six other quarterbacks on the roster? Nobody knows about them. They're all walk-ons. They're all, I'm sure they're all very good people, very good individuals. They weren't highly recruited anywhere. And, and so that doesn't solidify your quarterback position group. Uh, Utah needs to have three guys who have been recruited and offered scholarships and in a position to step right in and step on the football field and, and contribute. And I don't think you could say that about the recent history of Utah, Utah football at that position. Frank, how good is Ty Jordan going to be? I mean, it's amazing oh, the string man. of great running backs that Utah has had. This guy looks like something special. Isn't it? it it's, it's, it's really incredible the, the way that you, Utah keeps finding these guys. And, and you know, the, the, it doesn't, he doesn't necessarily pass the, the eye test. Like, if you just looked at him, he's, he's, he's well-built. I wouldn't say that but, uh, outside of that. But, but he's, like, he's, he's diminutive, you know. He's 5'7"-ish. Uh, five eight. If you're really stretching, and and when you look at power five football, that just doesn't happen very often in that in that position. And it's not like he's a guy that you you send around the edge all the time. He's he's running right through the middle of the line of scrimmage, and and breaking tackles. And I mean, I'm I'm, and and he's been like this evolution for me. Week one, I thought, well, you know, here's a guy who's going to earn some playing time. He had seven, seven-ish carries in that first game against USC, and I thought, you know, this is a guy that's going to compete for the job. I was still on the Wilmore-Brumfield bandwagon. <laughs> and then week two, you look and you think, well, okay, so he's, he was the most productive guy. Did he separate himself enough? I don't know because, you know, you still have – Rumfield and Wilmore, these guys are still around, and they they have done some pretty good things too. And then it was, you know, week three. It's like, well, okay, it's clear. There's there's not a question. And then and then last, you know, th- this last game was was just kind of the the if you weren't a believer in Ty Jordan before this, then I don't, if you, and if you didn't come out of this game as a believer in Ty Jordan, I don't know what planet you're living on because that guy is the guy. He is just, he just plays at a different speed, a different mentality, different aggressiveness. And, and there's a very good reason why, unfortunately for Utah, two guys entered the transfer portal at that position group. 
Frank, selfishly, I'd like to see Utah play one more football game. I, I would have loved to have seen them go uh, to a bowl. I, I respect the way they came to the conclusion not to go, though, giving the players a voice and, and letting them vote. I, I think that's an appropriate way to do it. But are you surprised the players didn't want to play one more? I, well, I'm surprised. Uh, I, there's lots of things that surprise me about you know, collegiate athletics these days. In, you know, Hans and I were talking about this last week. Uh, I just, if, if I had the opportunity to go back and play one more game, I mean, I would just give about anything I could to, to go and do that. I mean, it was such a meaningful um, part of my life and, and the ability to go out and experience that. And maybe it's just because I have, you know, 20-ish years of not being able to play. And so you have that kind of perspective on the game and, and what it meant and the opportunity that you have that you don't recognize when you're in the middle of it. So I, I guess a little bit of it goes onto that. Um, and, and a little bit is, I just think that there's, you know, a, the today's student athlete is the mentality is a little bit different. And that's something that, that, coaches and programs have to manage and deal with these days where you know it's not it's not necessarily the most important thing in their life to go out and have the opportunity to compete and play play in another game and so it's just you know there's there are lots of things that are interesting about today's student athlete today's athlete in general and so yes I was surprised um, that they didn't want to play another game. Um, I know on, for, for, the, for the university and for the football program, it was probably financially not going to make any money, probably going to lose money. So that's something else to consider. And I don't want to diminish the difficulty surrounding this particular football season with the quarantining and the testing and games being canceled the day before and all of that craziness that everybody had to go through. So, but yes, the way that Utah finished off this year, especially that second half against Washington state, I would have enjoyed watching another performance. It's this, how do you explain a team playing the way Utah did in the first half and then playing the way it did in the second look like two different teams, two completely different teams. I don't have a good explanation for that uh, other than uh you know maybe coach Whittingham just pulled the right strings and at halftime and said the right things at halftime in fact I think he said if you're going to play the way you did in the second half then we're not going out <laughs> we won't we won't attend the second half if that is the performance that we can expect you, you know Jake something that you said I was curious if that played a role in the way Utah approached this game especially in the first half was that they had decided their season was over. They decided their season was over before this game. They decided that we're not playing for anything else. We're, this is our last game. And so it felt a little bit like Utah threw in the towel in the first half. They weren't terrible, but they, by, they, they, they did not perform at all like we've seen them perform in spots during this football season. So – that was very interesting. That was very interesting to see, um, and I don't know that there's a good a good exp- explanation for it, Gordon. It was just, you know, 
as much as I've ever seen in my life. And, and, and it's happened a lot with this, with this football program. That was a tale of two halves. And they were completely beatable in the first half and unbeatable in the second half. Frank, thank you very, very much as always. Seriously, happy holidays to you and your family. Hey, man, you guys have a great Christmas. You guys have a great holiday. It's been a, it's been fun catching up with you under these very difficult circumstances this football season. I'm glad we had a little bit of an opportunity to. And let's not be strangers. Let's uh, let's make this happen a little more often during the off season. Couldn't agree more, Frank. Oh, Thanks, sounds buddy. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right, there you go. There's our friend Frank Dolce, longtime Ute analyst, former Ute quarterback. Uh, by the way, just real quick here, and then we'll get out to Andrew. Uh, our our buddy Sven says uh, maybe it's a generational thing. I'm with Jake. I know what car my wife likes. I know what she's going to order at several restaurants, but I'm not surprising her with a new car or ordering for her. Maybe it's generational. Maybe that's it. Oh, I don't think so. Because we're Frank and I are aware of 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 what your concerns are and respect that. Uh, but but what you got to do is find out from your wife what she really loves. Yeah, you decide for before her. You, no, you don't decide for her. You, you, you gain the information and then act appropriately. And then you, Not yeah. like, hey, honey, I, I know better than you. I'm going to get you this, whether you want it or not. That's not the yeah, That's basically what you're doing. All right, let's get out <laughs> to the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic is our friend Andrew Reinhardt. What's going on, Andrew? Hello, guys. How you doing? We are great. Let's help our listeners. Uh, and, and hey, if, uh, if you're suffering from ED, um, you can be basically, what, uh, Andrew, uh, a couple of weeks by the beginning of the new year, you could be uh, seeing some results, right? Yes, absolutely. The acoustic wave therapy is typically performed over, let, let's call it three weeks just to be safe, sometimes two weeks. That's pretty quick. A few short treatments that gently open up the blood vessels in this part of the body, which leads to more blood flow, uh, longer sustained blood flow, all good things when we're talking about function in the bedroom. And yeah, Jake, you said it, um, by the first of the year, you could be done with erectile dysfunction, or if you don't have ED, you could have improved performance, more frequent performance in the bedroom by the first of the year. This has been a game changer for a lot of guys. And, of course, here is what is so attractive. No more pills. I'm yet to meet a guy that wants to or enjoys taking the pill. Get the on-demand function back into the bedroom. Yeah, and there's a lot of cool science out there. I know you guys are, are, are putting it out there as much as you can because I'm sure you get people asking, hey, does this really work? Well, look at the studies. Absolutely. We have people all the time that say, is this proven? Does it work? And I point them to the science page at wasatchmedicalclinic.com. Cambridge University and so many others who test our exact technology. One study, real quick, by the way, they tested a group of guys with our technology. Then they put them on a sham or basically a placebo technology. And what was interesting is the, you know, the actual technology worked. It regrew blood vessels and the placebo did nothing. So we know the technology works and we can reverse ED. 801-901-8000 is the number to call. Get on the schedule. Getting in to see the doctor is free, right? And, and a bunch of other stuff? Yes. Call us now. Get the improved function back, the assessment, the exam. 
uh, the screening with the doctor, all three will do the blood flow ultrasound and a little gift for the holidays, uh, booster in the bedroom. We call it. You're going to love it. Give us a call now and there'll be no charge for any of that. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. All right. We'll have more Big Show coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. shelter about 900 men, women, and families with children every night. But more than that, it's a place where people can come to to find hope and be tied into other agencies in the community to help them get back on their feet. Donate to The Road Home now at 801-819-7300. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's the Road Home Radiothon. We're doing it virtually this year, just a little bit different. But the need is still great. Please give them a call and donate, 801-819-7300. There's no donation too small. Just $10 will get a family off the street for the night. So uh, really, every little bit has a big-time impact. 801-819-7300. Gordon, I don't know why, but the, the I think it's for the website. The folks at the Road Home want us to send in a selfie uh, of us doing the show so they can uh, promote it. So you're going to have to get Lisa to help you take a selfie. I know how to take a selfie. I could I send a picture of that. him on the, the catamaran. That he sent me years ago. Oh, really? One of those, like, this is where I'm doing the show from? Because yeah. that's it's supposed to be us, you know, doing the show. So yeah, does I he could, have headphones on or anything? Was, he's a, he's at the I helm of a yacht. <laughs> Goes well. And then he'll be asking for donations to the homeless shelter. <laughs> I'm doing a show from a boat. So, or, or just take a new selfie. Well, does Gordon have time to get himself all gussied up to take the selfie? Because we we know the vanity is real. (laughs) Actually, we'll just send him the screenshot of the surveillance video of when he was lifting all the studio gear. Now, that would be funny. Can I just, uh, you know, uh, put a bag over my head? No, we need a a picture, headphones on, you doing the show. Uh, I'll see what I can come up with. And then you have to attach it to the chain I just sent out, though. That's the key. Well, I, I'll i see what I can come up with. I come on, Gordon. It's it's know. for the Radiothon. We need you. Not a, I'll see what I can come up with. We need a, a snappy <laughs> selfie of you doing the show. A snappy selfie. I'll see. I, I don't know. 801. Um, <laughs> 801-819-7300 is the number to call to donate. Uh, 801-819-7300. Big thanks to uh, the listeners out there who have already uh, contributed. We appreciate it very, very much. Uh, doing a lot of good. And this is one I, I tweeted out. This, In a lot of ways, Gordon, this is the most important thing societally that we do uh, all year long. And it's it's very, very important. Not saying that our hot yeah. sports takes aren't contributing to society, but this is a little more important. 
And, and our listeners know that because they respond uh, so generously every time we do this. I am always not surprised, just kind of amazed at the generosity of our listeners. So please uh, take it from Jake and me. Uh, we we uh, we have seen the good that this does for the community and people who are in need. And this is a time of year when, uh, and this has been a year where a lot of people have been in need, but it's remarkable to me how many people, other people, how many listeners who, who aren't uh, uh, filthy rich, who, who dig deep in their pockets to help. And it's, it's, it's just a cool thing to see every single year. Yeah. So please uh, join in and, uh, and participate because I think if you could see the good it does, it, uh, it would uh, make you feel good to be able to help help a brother or a sister out couldn't agree more gordon well said 801-819-7300-801-819-7300 hey we have a quick update uh to a story that we've been following about boise state and their rocky relationship with the mountain west conference uh gordon Ooh, what's a, going on a couple of weeks ago and uh big ups to idahopress.com they've kind of been leading the way on this story but uh they foyed is that right or is it grandma'd foyed grandma'd uh, some emails um, amongst the athletic department about possibly leaving the Mountain West Conference. And Brian Harson, their head coach, was very, very adamant uh, that they get out and they get out fast. Well, some new emails have uh, have come to light, Gordon, uh, maybe uh, talking about just how far some of those conversations went and what's standing in the way. Um, emails between Senior Associate Athletic Director and Football Chief of Staff uh, Brad Lornardo and then Athletic Director Kurt Aspie in August and September show the Athletic Department worked behind the scenes on a potential move. And this is what it says, quote, Kurt, I spent a little more time on Friday and over the weekend doing some additional research and calculating uh, relating to and calculating relating to the AAC. He said, uh, I know the option. This was on September 28th, by the way. I know the option of football and men's basketball, women's basketball only is not going to probably work. And Big West is not an option either at this time. So we're down to an all sports move or nothing, unquote. And basically what this sheds light on, Gordon, is that we thought maybe they would be making a move to be independent. And that uh, does not appear to be the case. They wanted to, uh, the AAC doesn't want all of Boise's uh, uh, teams, and the Big West and uh, the WCC are not willing to be landing spots for the rest of the uh, Boise State Athletic Department. And uh, it looks, or at least it would appear to look like the ACC, uh, AAC doesn't want them all. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, would you I, rather be you in the AAC I... than the Mountain West if you're Boise State? Because I don't know that I would. It depends. It depends on how the conference as a whole is treating them. And we don't know all the ins and outs of that. I'm not sure that Utah and BYU were always all that pleased with the way the Mountain West was leaning, too. Oh, yeah, I, I hear you on that for sure. Is it a better league, so, though? Let's, let's take all the other minutiae and all that stuff out of there. Is the AAC really a better league than the Mountain West Conference? By a lot or a little or what? What's your analysis on that? Again, it gets it gets back to how you're treated, but uh, but uh, there's more travel involved. I don't know. There's some good teams in the AAC. Yeah, and you can make an argument that it's better than the Mountain West, but does is it that much better? I mean, is it is it worth all the hassle that you alluded to? Maybe it gets down to how what uh, what advantages Boise State feels like it would get. 
and whether whether the other schools in the league are listening to them. Well, see, I don't you know, see the... that goes a long that goes a long way, Jake. If you have a concern and you feel like the other teams in the league, the other schools in the league are just stonewalling you, uh, I, I think after a while that that makes the eyes wander. Yeah, but the, the rest of the league happening. isn't stonewalling them. They're giving them an extra share, They're giving them more. Yeah. I would I would guess well, the AAC would Well, apparently it's not enough. That. It's not enough for what some of the folks at Boise State think. I, I just think it's it's interesting how hard feelings get in the way. And I get it why Boise has hard feelings. The Mountain West tried to go back on their agreement with the Broncos. I, I get that. But, I mean, is it really worth uprooting everything? I, I would be disappointed if Boise State made that move. I like I like Boise's role in the Utah landscape right now. They play Utah State and BYU every year. I think the Mountain West is a, a fairly competitive league in, in most sports. I mean, Boise State would have the same access to the New Year's Six football games in the Mountain West. In fact, it wouldn't. It might be easier to get there. Well, uh, we, had this, ahead, we had this conversation a week or two ago, and we were talking about are some people more equal than others, and does that create friction uh, between individuals that are part of an association? And uh, I, I, <laughs> I hate to say it, but in, in some cases, some some people are more equal. Some programs are more equal than others. And is that being taken into consideration uh, within the conference? And obviously, Harson has has his mind made up for, for some experience that he's had that's made him think that way. He's been there at Boise now for a while, and he, he doesn't like the way uh, the program is treated. So I think it's more than just sort of how does this look or how convenient is it? It runs deeper than that. And I don't know the particulars involved here, but they seem motivated, at least some of the folks there, motivated to change the scenery. And, I, you know, it's frustrating because we don't know the exact specifics of what's making them think that way, but something is. And then it comes down to, okay, if you're unhappy with your circumstances, you know, do the do the weak give up and stay, or do they, or, and do the strong give up and move on? I always dislike that more equal than others thing. Oh, some are more equal than others. It's just softening the language to say that some are more superior. But yeah, but what? Do I compare Boise State with New Mexico? No, no, no. I get you. But that's not how athletic leagues have uh, have operated, uh, or at least not how the Mountain West operated until this time. I mean, what happens when USC figures out it's way more valuable than Oregon State? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. What happens when Alabama figures out it's way more uh, uh, valuable than Vanderbilt? Oh, it's a matter of time before the, the, the big-time programs break away from the NCAA. Uh, I think that's just— You think that the SEC would leave Vandy ground. behind? I don't. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know, again, how it's all going to break away. But I'm telling you right now, the, things will not stay the way they are now. Okay, but that's not the discussion. The discussion is what happens when these universities figure out that they're worth more and they don't. But do the it. reasoning is the same, Jake, because they feel like their interests are not being addressed in the manner in which they should. And that's I'm sure that's what Boise State feels, or at least some of the administrators there feel that way. 
And whether it's fair or not, or whether one person, one program is more equal than another, all I know is that is their interpretation of it. And we saw it when so many teams were jumping from one conference to another. What did the administrators always say? I have to look out for what's best for my program, my school. Yeah, but then and it sounds extremely selfish, and uh, it, it is. It is. And that's one of the reasons I don't like college sports, uh, because there is this sort of attitude, this greedy attitude of we're going to do what's best for us and the hell with everybody else. But that's what they think. Yeah, but all I said, if, if you're more equal than the other, you're not exactly equal. <laughs> you're just softening the language to say that they're yeah, more important suppose, than you. I suppose you're right. All right, big thanks to our title sponsor right here on the big show. That would be Big O. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. That's Big O tires. In fact, Austin told me he's uh, he's getting uh, hooked up. Not hooked up, I guess, but he's going with some snow tires from Big O. They're going to take care of you? Yeah, yeah, the price is like I'm getting hooked up, though. Honestly, yeah, right. I called him. I was like, no, I need all four. He's like, that's for all four. <laughs> not just one. I need four of them. You know, just one's not, not riding a unicycle good. here. I don't know. That's a, that's, that would be Austin's luck, right? To get three tires when he needs four. <laughs> Stay tuned. We've got the Not Sports Port coming up next. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I am in a wheelchair. I'm handicapped. I'm a recovering heroin addict. They have given me a second chance. If it weren't for them, I wouldn't be in recovery right now. We all don't want to live like this. We just get stuck in this situation. I mean, I've worked all my life. You know, the road home is really a blessing. It really touched my heart a lot. And I just thank God for him just, just for helping us. As if it wasn't for the road home, we wouldn't be here. Essentially, I lost my job and missed rent and got evicted. I've never been in a situation like this. I've never even seen a homeless shelter. I never thought I would be here. Donate to The Road Home now at 801-819-7300. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oh, hey guys, Jake here from my friends at Zero Res. And of course, the holidays are here and it feels good to have holiday traditions. Well, let me tell you about one of mine. I get my carpets cleaned with the good folks at Zero Res. You know, who doesn't want nice sparkling carpets over the holiday season? Makes those pictures look better, right? Uh, and plus, well, you know, you're down on the carpet opening gifts and all that. You want uh, Zero Res because, of course, they use the powered water cleaning technology that doesn't use soap, shampoos, or chemicals uh, that leave behind residues in your carpets. So Zero Res is safe for your kids and for your pets. You won't mind being down there on that carpet on Christmas morning. Plus, uh, that residue that gets left behind by the other guys actually attracts dirt back into your carpets, meaning with Zero Res, your carpets are going to stay cleaner well into the new year. Plus, they have a great deal going on for Zone listeners. Just $33 per room cleaned. That's a steal. Just $33 per room. And it gets even better. If you clean three rooms, the fourth room is absolutely free. So call them right now, 801-288-9376. Tell them you heard it from Jake on The Zone. They're going to hook you up. Just $33 per room clean. Clean three and get the fourth for free. 801-288-9376. That's 801-288-ZERO. Check this out. And now, you're not sports. Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's time to get a winner for the Chevy Strong Play of the Game. Be caller 12 right now, 855-340-ZONE. Correctly identify the Chevy Strong Play of the Game. Announced by DJ and PK this morning at 8.50. And you win his own prize packets. The Chevy Strong Play of the Game brought to you by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. Only here on the Zone Sports Network. Be caller 12. All right. Time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory. Shop online, lhmusedcars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? We're going a couple of different places. First of all, I have three things. The first one is today is National Humbug Day. Okay. I thought that would that would appeal to you. How do you celebrate that? Uh, by going around and harumphing. Now, the joke the would be you don't. Well, I'm, I'm going to celebrate by uh, ripping down all my neighbor's decorations. How about that? <laughs> okay. Leaving it in a, in a pile on their front yard with a sign that just says humbug. Okay. So you want to be destructive. How's that destructive? Uh, I wouldn't break anything. He was just, yeah, but all that hard work that went into putting all that stuff up. Oh, I saved him a bunch of work taking it down, man. <laughs> it's a bit premature. And then uh, there's this. Someone up in in Portland, Oregon, went to the Oregon Humane Society and dropped off 250 guinea pigs. I mean, it's one thing to take a to take a, something a pet down there. 250 guinea pigs. Okay. They said they were overwhelmed by it. Uh, what they do uh, with them? They dropped them off at the Oregon. No, what did the Humane Society do with them? That's a good question. Let's see. It's down here at the bottom somewhere. Uh, They are hoping that people will adopt the guinea pigs. (laughs) What are they going to do when they don't? It says it's uh, the the society's small animal specialists are on the job looking for potential adopters to ensure a good fit. Have you ever had a guinea pig? No. One of my daughters uh, snuck over uh, to uh, a certain uh, store and bought a couple of guinea pigs, and my wife didn't know that she did it, and she was sneaking around, and they hid the guinea pigs from us for like a week before we found out that we had guinea pigs. Uh, what tipped you off, the monstrous stink? <laughs> I can't remember how my wife finally discovered it, but uh, uh, they, they she did. And my, my daughter at the time was quite young, and she was like sneaking carrots down to the, uh, they were keeping them in a box. What did you do with them once you discovered them? Uh, well, we we uh, tried to allow them to take care of them for a while, because then it was too late. And? I wasn't going to rip the animals away from them and, not let them. Although that was, can you imagine that eleven-year-old uh, sneaking, sneaking against? Wait, wait, how, how long did they have them? Oh, I think they eventually died, but I can't remember. I didn't get involved too much. I just thought that was really, uh, what's the word? It's a word that comes to mind, but I don't know if I can say that word on the radio. Can I? Can I say the word and then you dr- you dump it if it's not acceptable, Austin? Uh, no, I'm calling Andrew. <laughs> okay.
Okay, well, let's say it then. It took guts for her to do that. And then there's this one. A couple uh, has uh, is having twins, and they decided to name their kids after Harry Potter characters. And I want to find out from you, Jake, whether that's appropriate or not. What do you think? It's appropriate to name your pot, uh, your kids after Harry Potter? Yeah. One know. of them is going to name, be named Service, I guess, and the other is uh, Albus. Oh. I don't know. People can they find all sorts of reasons to name their kids. Yeah, whatever. but wait a minute. These kids, uh, you don't want your kids to be bullied because of a a name that might cause that kind of action. Yeah, they'll be fine. It'll toughen them up. There's a, there's a, a family around here with the last name Shorts. They named their kids Stockton. That's hilarious. <laughs> Okay. All right. If you think it works, you know, we've been down this. We've had this conversation before, but I knew a girl named Candy Kane, and I'm not sure that that was in her best interest. Ah, she's fine. She probably grew up tough. That, that may be one of the biggest responsibilities a parent has. Pick a good name for your kid, not one that, you know, it's one of those deals where you don't want it to be too common, but you don't want it to be outrageous either. So you gotta, you gotta pick. Uh, you gotta be careful. You gotta use uh, good judgment in that regard. Yeah, how did you come up? How did you come up with Sadie? Oh, there's some family name stuff in there, but I'm not gonna judge okay. anybody. You name your kid what you want. It's all good. What's the weirdest name? What's the, what's the weirdest name you've ever heard anybody naming somebody? John. I mean, I knew a Harold Butt. Oh, geez. All right, let's jump out to the uh, zone phone. Hans Olsen is going to join us coming up next. Uh, but Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic is with us. And, uh, Andrew, uh, I know we hit you with some awkward transitions sometimes, and uh, this is no different. Uh, let's help out our listeners, shall we? Yes, let's help them. Anybody out there that is either struggling with erectile dysfunction or just wants to improve performance, we see all of that. Uh, our youngest patient, I think, is 20 years old. And our oldest is 95. So there's a pretty wide spectrum of when ED or blood flow issues can happen. But the acoustic wave therapy that Wasatch Medical Clinic uses is the most advanced form. It's FDA registered. It's Cambridge studied to open up and regrow blood vessels. Um, it causes something called neovascularization, which is basically regrowing blood vessels. That's essentially what we're doing. It can be done on any part of the body, I'm sure. We happen to specialize in this, and we get guys off of the pill. We get them back to a more spontaneous, on-demand function. More blood flow is a great thing in the bedroom. And, of course, the takeaway is no medication, no Band-Aids of any kind. This is treating the root cause of the problem. And that's the big deal, right? You're treating the problem. You know, what's going wrong? Not, not just the byproduct, the symptom. That's exactly right. We're not putting a Band-Aid on it. Uh, no offense to all of the good doctors out there, but they have been prescribing that pill for a long time, and it does nothing uh, the next day when you need function again. It does nothing to correct the actual problem. And I think for the first time, we have that. Uh, repairing those blood vessels means eliminating the erectile dysfunction. 801-901-8000 is the number to call, 801-901-8000. Just get in to see the doctor and see if it's going to be a good fit, right, Andrew? And a bunch of other free stuff, too. 
a lot of free stuff in time for the new year. Could be a new you. We'll do the assessment, the exam, the blood flow ultrasound. You'll spend time with the medical doctor. It's all free. Uh, we'll throw in a little booster in the bedroom. Uh, I don't see that fail maybe ever. That's great. It's all free, so give us a call and get that ED taken care of. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thank you very much, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right, Hans Olsen jumps on the show. Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone.